Fellow Sapiens, hope you're all doing well. Gonna go over today's picks. Let's also quickly review yesterday's games. Start with the Pacers and the Knicks. So in yesterday's podcast, I talked about Lens Noel and how he is an underrated player. He's an efficient player, and he gives you 90% of what Mitchell Robinson gives you. So obviously for the Knicks, Julius Randle gets all the publicity. Here's Noel's line from the game last night. Okay, he played 41 minutes, shot three of four from the field, so that's 75%. Shot two of two from the free throw line, that's 100%. Seven rebounds, two blocks, one assist, one steal, and only one turnover. So casual fan looks at the box score and says, eight points, big deal. But here at Benbow Betts, as you know, we're trying to understand the game behind the game. The things that really impact winning and losing. So Noel's efficiency is outstanding. He's just doing a lot of things that help the team win. He's taking good shots. He's making those shots. He's making his free throws. He's rebounding. He's blocking shots and he's not turning the ball over. Those are all positive things. Those are all things highly correlated positively with winning. Let's contrast that with somebody like Anthony Edwards, who's the number one pick in this year's draft, shooting guard for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Last week, Anthony Edwards had a dunk that immediately went viral on NBA Twitter, NBA Instagram, NBA circles. Women were screaming, they were hiding the the children. It was just a vicious dunk. And for a moment, it was all anyone, anything anyone was talking about. In that same game, Anthony Edwards shot three for 14. He took 14 shots and only made three of them, one of which obviously was this dunk, incredibly athletic dunk. No one talked about that. See, that's the difference between watching the game and understanding the game. When we say Anthony Edwards took 14 shots, that word took, you took shots, you take shots, that's actually an appropriate word to use. Because when you take something, that means you're taking something from someone else. So in Edwards' case, he took 14 shots from his teammates and he shot three of 14. I don't know what the, in the math in my head is like less than 20%, I think. So he's taking those shots from his teammates, teammates who likely are shooting a higher percentage than 20%. So if we come back to Noel, that's part of the value of Noel. He knows what shots he can make and he doesn't take from his teammates shots that are difficult or low percentage shots. Again, he shot 75% from the field last night. And if we look at his stats, let's just look at his stats for his whole career, okay? He's played five, seven, eight, eight seasons, still just 26 years old, okay? With the Knicks, sorry, for his career, he shoots 55%. 
make sure that's right. 54% from the field, six rebounds, two blocks, a steal and assist, and only one turnover a game. That's efficiency. That's contributing to winning basketball. And he makes five million a year on a one-year contract. It's such a steal. And next year, he's a free agent. Smart team should snap him up or trade for him this year. So just wanted to give a little shout out, little pub, little love to Nerlens Noel, who is positively impacting his team winning and gets little to no credit. Also, just a quick aside. So Noel played 41 minutes last night. The two starting guards, Rose and Barrett, played 38 and 34 minutes. So you gotta imagine if Rose played 38 minutes and Noel played 41, they both started, they're overlapping a lot of those minutes. They're playing the same shifts. So Rose in 38 minutes, his plus minus is 11. Noel in 41 minutes, his plus minus is negative two. Just another example of how plus minus is useless. Okay, the other game, the game that was a surprise to me, obviously was the Cavs beating the Sixers. So the Cavs won by three in overtime. When I was doing my my picks yesterday on the podcast, I talked about how Cleveland doesn't have anybody who can guard Joel Embiid. And indeed, Joel Embiid dropped 42 points, 13 for 22 shooting. Again, incredibly efficient. 42 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. I had 3 turnovers, which has been a problem for him throughout his career. So Embiid dominated. Simmons had a good game, 24 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds, but 7 turnovers, right? So that's no, that, that's not good. And Seth Curry shot 1 of 13. So I guess Mama said there'd be days like that. Anyway, give credit to the Cavaliers. They, as I talked about with Kirk Goldsberry's efficiency landscape, they're the, the worst team in the league right now, net 30 ranking offense and defense. But they stepped up and, and beat an outstanding 76ers team. Nuggets Thunder, Nuggets won by 30. Michael Porter Jr. shot 7 of 11, 10 rebounds. So again, excellent efficiency. Jokic, 8 of 10. He shot 80% from the field. 19 points, 13 assists, 11 rebounds, 0 turnovers. That's just a monster game. Okay, and what was the other game? Pacers, Knicks, Cavs, 76ers. Denver, OKC, oh, and Dallas, Brooklyn. So Kyrie was a late scratch for the Brooklyn game. I posted on Twitter, if Porzingis was starting, I still liked Brooklyn to win. Porzingis did start, and Brooklyn lost. So maybe that's indicative of the Nets without their best player, who's Durant, and without their third best player, who's Kyrie, and only their second best player, maybe, who's Harden, obviously. Maybe they don't have enough to win. 
Also didn't anticipate TLC starting. He shot two for 12. I like what Brown's doing. I like what Harris is doing. I like what Green's doing. If I were advising them, I would have started Jordan, DeAndre Jordan. Anyway, no one wins them all. And Luca obviously is playing great. Okay, let's talk about today's games. So I'm going to go back to doing high insight and insight picks. Today's high insight pick is Atlanta at Miami. Miami's um, favored by six and a half points, and the pick is Miami. Miami's on a five-game winning streak. They're absolutely balling out. They're almost fully healthy, just waiting on Hero to get back. And I did a deep dive video yesterday on some of their offensive possessions. The thing about Miami is they are all the, the team, the players on the team are well integrated into the offense. Everybody knows their role and they take their time find a weakness and exploit it. They do a great job of running the same action twice. Defense can't guard the same thing twice. They do a great job of letting everybody touch the ball. And they do a great job of swinging the ball from side to side. Atlanta's a young team and they may be able to play good defense for the first action, but against a team like Miami, which is just gonna take their time, maybe get a shot off with six or five or four seconds left on the shot clock, after working the ball on both sides of the court, running double actions, finding the weakness and exploiting it, I think Miami's just gonna eat up Atlanta's defense. Defensively, none should be able to keep Trey Young somewhat in check. And Atlanta doesn't have anybody that can guard Jimmy. Duncan Robinson is not a superstar, but you gotta guard him like one. Kelly Olenek is, is not a star, obviously but he knows his role, he plays his role, he helps his team win, and then Bam Adebayo is just outstanding. So Atlanta doesn't have anybody that can guard any of those guys, and none should be able to do a pretty good job of slowing down Trey Young, who's obviously the centerpiece of Atlanta's offensive attack. So that pick is Miami. Okay, and then two insight picks. Knicks at Detroit, Knicks are favored by one point, and the pick is the Knicks. So Detroit's the worst team in the Eastern Conference, and they have a point differential of negative four. New York is playing well, they won two in a row, and a point differential of half a point, positive 0.5. Now, it's a little tricky because New York just played last night, obviously won, Darlene's Noel, and they're traveling, but Detroit is just a weak team, and New York is still underrated, I think. So I have New York. New York is my pick there. And then last one is Phoenix at, my, at Minnesota. Phoenix is favored by 10 points. It's a huge line. And the pick there is Phoenix. Phoenix is playing really well. They're traveling to Minnesota. Minnesota just lost their starting shooting guard to a suspension. They're starting point guard. Russell is out. Uh, the front court, power forward and, and center positions are pretty good for Minnesota. But as I mentioned, Anthony Edwards earlier, he's just a total mess, taking a ton of shots and shooting a terrible percentage. There's the, the backup shooting guard, 
is going to be starting. And Minnesota's one and nine the last ten games. Phoenix, on the other hand, is eight and two, and they're one game behind the Lakers. I think they smell blood a little bit, and they can catch the Lakers, get that move up to the third spot. And Chris Paul is one of the best leaders the game has ever seen. The natural inclination might be to lower your guard playing the worst team in the league, but Chris Paul, I think, will have his team ready. And the pick there is Phoenix. Okay. That's the podcast for today. Hope you are all doing well. You can subscribe to my daily e-newsletter, benbo.substack.com. benbo.substack.com. Have a great day out there in the simulation.